Weaves, wigs, natural, and everything in between. Does your hair define you? Do you refuse to leave your house if your hair isn't done a certain way? Well, tonight we get into a hairy situation. Clutch onto your hair and let's get into the show. On this episode of Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch by Real Girlfriends Across America. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know how to press that myself. We gotta give these ladies a makeover. It's funny because I feel like you're always on the show. I'm like, oh wow, that's really good to know. A lot of women experience some of them. Clutch has like a lot of different kinds of interests. I don't like women. Hello, and this is Clutch Podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America, and my name is Karen. We are a company that has a foundation and a mission to build lifelong friendships with the women across the globe. And today I have on the call with me Tawanda, Kay, and Alexis, and a host of other girlfriends listening from across the world. And how are you young ladies doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. That's good. So like the intro said, today we are speaking about a hairy situation. So are you guys <laughs> excited to get into a hairy situation with me today? Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, um, Alexis, since you're new to the show, um, what is your personal preference with your hair? I do absolutely nothing with my hair, and it drives my aunt insane. So she tells me I either should brush it, pull it up, or just cut it. (laughs) Now, why do you think it bothers her so much? Because she's one of those people where she's now a Buddhist monk, so she shaves off her hair. But before she was a monk, she used to always pull her hair in a bun or a ponytail. And I'm the one who's like waking up at the last possible minute with enough time to brush my teeth, shower and go wherever I need to go. And I do absolutely nothing with my hair. So your personal preference basically is, is based on what you're comfortable with doing every day. Yeah. Okay. And that makes sense. A lot of us, a lot of times we'll do whatever is easiest for us to get out the door. So I can understand that. And what about you, Kay? What is your personal preference with your hair? Um, well, my personal preference has changed over time. I used to perm it and wear it mostly straight. Um, but now I have it natural and I usually keep it braided and wear like extensions or a wig or something. Okay, and do you, your personal preference, does it come from a certain place, or is it just whatever is easiest for you at the time? Uh, you mean like now or before? Now. Um, it's just what's easier to deal with, and I don't like to have my hands in my hair too much because I, like, I tend to, like, mess up my hair if it's loose. Like, I just... I don't know, I sort of play with it, like, without even realizing it. I just have my fingers and they're just in my head and messing up my hairstyle. So I'd rather just keep it braided under a wig. Okay, and so what changed from then and before with your preference style? 
Um, what changed is like when I when I used to perm my hair and it was straight. Um, I don't think I had the same tendency to play in my hair before. Um, I would just brush it and put it in a ponytail, and that was kind of it. Um, but now with my hair being natural, it's got like lots of coils and curls in it. And I just sort of absentmindedly like pull on the coils and play in them because they're, I mean, the texture is kind of soothing to me. And so, but that's not good for my hair. So (laughs) so I just have to braid it and put it away. Okay. And I can relate to that. Um, I feel like, yeah, I don't know if it's, like, maybe soothing is the word. I don't know what it is, but when it's curly, I'm going to play in it more. Right, right. And what about, yeah, I don't know what that is, but what about you, Kalanda? What is your personal preference? That's really ironic how, how Kay explained that because I've always been, like, the perm queen and like to perm it, get it straight, and et cetera, et cetera. And um, then I went through the period of going to the hairdresser twice a month, and that got extremely expensive and time-consuming to wait three to five hours. And um, then I went to doing something myself, and that kind of worked for a while. And then I fell in love with wearing the wig, and that kind of really super spoiled me. And um, I went natural probably about two years ago, so I'm always braiding it. Um, as well, throwing on a different type of wig. And I would say that I'm really kind of in transition now to figure out what I really want to do next. I do have a lot of people that I associate with that are natural, and they kind of do like, I'm not sure if it's, I mean, it's dreads and then it's just kind of like twists and stuff like that, or just really going like really short, like maybe like one inch or something like that. And then I know, um, I can't remember her name, but a girl that's dating common, she just went bald completely. So I've just been thinking about different things in reference to what I want to do next because I'm really not sure. Yeah, uh, Tiffany Haddish was the one that recently went bald. Um, yeah, and I've seen I actually did the same thing that she did. I shaved up all my hair when I went natural, which was over 10 years ago. And um, I'm part of the, the club that wears wigs um, just because I like to let my hair, like, breathe and just stay put and during this time, my hair does not really like me <laughs> because of the heat. Um, so it's just easier to get out the door if I just, you know, have it braided up like Kay said and just get out the door um, with having it braided up underneath the wig. It makes life so much easier. Um, but since you brought up spending money on your hair, Tawanda, how much money have you spent? What's the most money you spent on your hair? Well, are you talking about when I was going to the beauty shop, or do you mean, like, when I purchased wigs? In general. So what's the most you can say you ever spent? Well, I don't, I don't spend a lot of money on hair now. Like, when I was going to, to get my hair done, um, to get, like, a perm style cut, et cetera, et cetera, that would be anywhere between, like, 50 and 75 $80, like, between 50 and $100, um, more close to, like, 60 70 And, like, now that I purchase wigs, um, I order them online mostly, or sometimes I'm in the store. I'll purchase one probably, and I try to get sales and discounts anywhere between $25 and $70, $80. I am aware that there's wigs like $100, $200. I've, the most I've ever spent on a wig is probably like $60, $70. Yeah, I think that's the most I've ever spent. Actually, I think the most I've ever spent was like $45, maybe $50 at the most. Yeah, that sounds, um, that sounds my ballpark. Day. 
Yeah. If I have a super expensive and one, someone else purchase it. Definitely not me. <laughs> I, the most I've ever spent on getting like my hair done, like the whole process, so it was like seventy dollars for um, the hair alone. So the whole process was a hundred. I'm sorry, it was two hundred dollars. Um, once I got done, you know, tipping them and paid them to do a sewing. Um, so that's the most I've ever yep. paid to get my hair done. Oh yeah, and now I've had like micro braids and stuff like that done, like at African shops, and that I've probably paid up like two twenty five because that is. And buying the hair for one, which is maybe about a hundred dollars, and then paying them like between two and two fifty, and that and that's something that lasts like at least two and a half, three months at the same time. Yeah, that is true. I've never been patient enough to sit through microbeads. That's the only reason why I've never got them. But I always thought they were. So oh yeah, cute. I love those. What you? <laughs> what about you, Alexis? What's the most you've ever paid to get your hair done, or just paid on your hair in general? Um, I'm Asian, so I have really fine, thick hair. So I think the most I've ever paid was maybe less than $200, but that was to cut it, to style it, and to color it. And the time where I did pay that much, the color went very wrong. Instead of being a golden hue, I turned into a blonde. I was not a very happy camper. Did you ever go back to that place? It took too well. Did you ever go back? And I actually went blonde. Huh? Did you ever go back to ever get your hair done again from that same place? Yes, I did. It was um, uh, it was just a mistake. Like my hair was supposed to be a golden hue, but my hair just took to a blonde color, like not blonde blonde, but it was clearly blonde. Oh, well, as blonde as the Asian can get without actually bleaching my hair. So she did bleach my hair, thank God. Or else I would have definitely been a blonde blonde. <laughs> well, I mean, we all got our color preferences. I mean, was it something that was just a horrible look, or was it just something that you just had to get used to? No, I, like, when it first happened, I... My sister likes to play this mean joke on me if she's there with me where when you can start to see the color change, my sister will play this mean joke on me and tell me, oh, my God, the color is so horrible. And it would totally freak me out, right? So, but this time the color was fine. The only reason why I said it was horrible is blonde hair, especially if you have it dyed, takes maintenance. And one day I woke up to a brassy, ugly mat of straw on top of my head and I ended up screaming and had to run to Sally Beauty to get a box of hair dye and dyed it back and then that's when I discovered even though I'm Asian I don't look good with super black hair because then it makes me look like a ghost because I'm fair skin <laughs> <laughs> I guess you won't be experimenting with that color anytime soon nope <laughs> I had a, a, a dying, um, I, I shouldn't say dying situation, but um, a hair dye incident. Um, I dyed my hair. It was some color, I can't remember. It was supposed to be, like, lighter than what um, it is now, and I didn't realize because I didn't know at the time about bleaching your hair. Um, so I, I put it in my hair, and it turned into this orange, yellow, like it was multicolored. 
So I freaked oh. out, but I had bought another. <laughs> I had bought another dye um, because I guess I wasn't too sure about it. So I bought another one that was safe to use on top of another. Like it was safe to use on top of relaxed hair or permed hair. So I put that on top of it, and thank goodness that I bought that because that saved the color, turned it red. So I was like able to live with that color. But when it was like yellow orange, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get out the house looking like this. <laughs> what about you, Kay? Have you ever like bleached your hair? Um, I yes. Okay, so this this story is the result of a frenemy, <laughs> and so and you know I should have known better. I should have talked to my hairstylist and the hair salon or my hairdresser woman. Um, prior to doing this, but you know, I was like, well, she's my friend. I'm gonna trust her. And at the time, I was like, I wanted to color my hair, but at the time, my hair was permed. Like I, I hadn't gone natural yet. This was many years ago. It was like in two, maybe 2010 or 2011. And uh, so this person was like, Oh, your hair will be fine. Just go ahead and bleach it. Now she knew very well that you don't put put color on permed hair but I had never colored my hair before so I didn't know this like this was the first time I was like do you think this would be cute and she's like yeah sure go ahead and I was like do you think I shouldn't do it she's like no nothing will happen and I used to have hair like maybe six inches down my back like my hair was super thick and super long so I'm pretty sure she was like hating (laughs) and so she was like yeah go ahead do it I did it Girl, the whole front of my hair turned orange, and some of it fell out. Yes. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this is not what's supposed to happen. (laughs) That is hard. Yeah, and I've known my hairdresser since I I was like 15, 16 years old. And she's like, girl, you need an effigy. You need to do an effigy like ASAP. So she told me how to do it. I did the effigy on my ho- on my own because she couldn't schedule me that day. And uh, we managed to keep the rest of my hair from, turn- like, falling out. And it was just the front. Like, I had just started on the front, and the front had started to turn orange. So I didn't do the back. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I had a half hair. Half of my hair was black, and the other half was, like, a bright blonde honey orange and so I managed to go to the wig store and lo and behold they had a wig that looked exactly like my hair I don't know how I got that lucky (laughs) so I wore a wig (laughs) until my hair grew out and uh yeah when my hair grew out and it was like normal again I wore my hair loose around that girl just to show her that she didn't kill my uh shine so (laughs) (laughs) see I was gonna say in situations like that a good wig comes in handy yeah, yeah, it was, it was traumatic. <laughs> now, you know what? And you bring up a good point. So I want to ask everyone, have you ever been in a situation where you thought the hairdresser was hating on you, like uh, Kay said, and you think that it, they intentionally did something to your hair? Uh, okay, yes, 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 yes. I have gone through a lot of hatering in my life. <laughs> so this was this incident happened when I was like how old was I I think I was like 15 16 and that time I'd been in braids for almost a year and that time my hair this was earlier let's see how old was I it had to be before 2001 
And so my hair was like, I would say maybe a foot down my back at that time. So I went to this hairdresser. I'd never gone to her before. I didn't go to, I hadn't found my hairdresser that I trust yet. And she was recommended to me by someone else. So I go to this lady and I was like, I just want to trim. Why did this girl cut, cut like seven inches of my hair off? Like that's not a you know too. <laughs> yeah, so haterate. <laughs> yeah, I was in a situation. But go ahead. I'm sorry, Alexis. I also just want to uh, say the same thing that Kay was was going to say. Oh, when I was a child, I used to have like really thick hair, and I hated getting my hair cut because I could not sit still. When I was a kid, I hated my mom brushing my hair, hated people cutting my hair. I would always squirm. I was the child that could not sit still. So hairdressers actually hate cutting my hair. So one day, this lady who's very, uh, who was supposed to be experienced in cutting children's hair, she gave me the ugly Asian kid salad bowl haircut. Oh, okay. <laughs> my head looked like a salad bowl and ever since she did that I made my mom swear up and down never to make me cut my hair again I refused to have my hair cut after that and it was my aunt who ended up cutting my hair when she came when she would come visit were you able to style around it or you just had to wait for it to grow out I had to wait for it to grow out I looked like a freaking salad bowl she cut my know. hair like chin length, super short, and it was a fucking salad bowl. It was not a very attractive look, okay? To everybody else, I looked adorable. <laughs> Looking back at those pictures, I want to burn those pictures because it's horrifying. <laughs> I think we all had pictures where we had our hair done. We wish we could burn those pictures. What is my used to want it? Have you ever had a hairstyle where you took a picture and you thought that your hair was like the bomb, or you maybe you thought you knew your hair didn't look good? Do you have like something like that caught on camera? Yeah, unfortunately, like when I see a lot of pictures of when I was like younger. My my mother used to do my hair and my sister's hair, and she didn't know how to do it, so. I thought I could do it better. So now when I look back at those pictures, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, throughout elementary, throughout even high school, like, my hair was screwed up. I thought I had, like, a little mushroom or a little ponytail, a little this, a little that. I'm like, what in the hell? <laughs> Maybe it was good for the time that it was, but it's definitely not good for right now. So, yeah, I've had a lot of bad hair days. Oh, my gosh. All I can say is I'm so glad I have a younger sister because for a while my mother would always do my hair by putting the cute little girl barrettes you always find, like, you know, those plastic things that look like flowers to hold your hair back or the famous butterfly clips that they would put in your hair. You want to know what Mm -hmm. I learned? I got very smart as a child. I would go to school with that, allow my mom to walk me to the bus stop, get on the school bus with the hair, kiss my mom goodbye. As soon as that school bus turned a corner, if she couldn't see me anymore, guess who ripped all those berets out of her hair? (laughs) I shoved them to the the bottom of my backpack. And before I got on the school bus, at the end of the day, I would have my teacher put them back in my hair. So I would come home, and my mom was like, oh, you look so cute. And I'm like, yeah, if only you knew I took them out during the school day. 
<laughs> Am I the only wow. one that likes the burrette? Did you, know you like the burrettes and wandering K? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I love them. I have ponytails all yeah, over my them. much hair though. I have short hair. No, I was just asking if you were a fan of the barretta, or were you like Alexis? You used to I love them. Out. No, I think that I love. I like the color. The I'm, I'm mean, a barretta like, fan. Like when you, when yeah, I was a know, kid. Like, yeah, when you were. A I kid. mean, I put them in my kids' hair. I, you know, honestly, I don't remember. I assume that my mom put them in my head, and I assume I didn't have a problem with them <laughs> when I had them. <laughs> I had a problem with being a girl when I was small, okay? I really? wanted to play with the boys, rough and tumble. I did not enjoy wearing dresses. Um, my favorite note, uh, my favorite word to say to my mother was no. I had I had memories of my mother chasing me all over the house with hair clips and dresses trying to squeeze me into it, and I used to cry all the time. So thank God I have a little sister, because when my sister was little, she turned into my mama's porcelain doll, and I was left alone, finally. <laughs> and I was, like, the opposite. I used to play with my dresses in the dirt, and he used to drive my mom crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to actually take a break, but when we come back, we're going to continue with this conversation, a hairy situation. Real Girlfriends Across America is on Patreon. Please follow us at patreon.com forward slash Real Girlfriends Across America. We strive to bring good content, and we appreciate every show of support. Your donation could make a world of difference. Thank you for listening and all that you do. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Katy Perry and fiancé Orlando Bloom are blooming with goodwill over the birth of their daughter, Daisy Dove Bloom. We are floating with love and wonder from the safe and healthy arrival of our daughter, the smile singer and actor said on Wednesday, first making their birth announcement on Yousef's Instagram account. The couple reposted the announcement on their pages, too. The news was accompanied by a touching black-and-white photo of Bloom and Perry, whose manicure featured a daisy flower, grasping Daisy's tiny hand. Now, back to you. And we're back, and we're speaking about a hairy situation. And I'm going to go on, and I know I asked you guys what was the most you ever spent on your hair, um, but what's the most you ever spent on a hair product, and what was it? I'm going to ask you that, Tawanda. Uh, let me see. What kind of hair products can I think of purchasing other than shampoo and conditioner? Um, I would have to say the most that I've spent on a hair product may have been like nineteen, twenty, twenty-five dollars. And I'm talking about um, like shampoo and conditioner. Um, um, what's the pink thing like moisturizer and stuff like that? So, yeah, about twenty, twenty-five dollars. 
Okay. And do you think that um, on average that's a good amount to spend, or do you think, like, there's a budget in which you want to stay in when you're spending or considering that's spending that's on your products? Yeah, and when I bought that, like, I, I like to go get the cheap stuff. Um, that's my preference, depending on what it is. But, like, if I go to the hairdresser and they're recommending something that's, like, a better conditioner or something like that, then I, I started investing more into it if I find out something. I'm not, you know, a lot of times you go in the store, you see you, you see stuff from $5 to $100, and you'd like any, many, many more. So the only way I'm going to get something more expensive is if I've talked to a professional and they're saying, hey, listen, this is what we great for your hair in reference to conditioning or use this type of moisturizer. And it may be a little pricey, but it's going to be healthier, et cetera. Then I will invest in it. And I can understand. I've actually done that before. Um, my hairdresser told me, hey, you, you should use this line of products for your hair because it works well with your type of hair. And I, I actually mm-hmm. went ahead and to say that was like over 15 years ago. I still use that hair product. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. And what about you, Ken? I know we've had personal conversations about hair products. Um, is there what's the most you've ever spent on a hair product? Uh, it was definitely some weave. I I would say weave is probably the most expensive hair product out there. Um Yeah, I think I spent about maybe between one and two hundred dollars just on the hair. And that wasn't even, like, paying the person to put it in. So, yeah. Well, what about, like, a product, like a gel or a conditioner? Oh. Uh, maybe, I think I spent maybe about, maybe $14 on, um. Okay. Yeah. I think it was about $14. I, You know, my, my the amount of money that I spend on products, it it goes up and down. Like when I when I have because I've I've also used like a lot of essential oils in my hair, and while the essential oils by themselves might not be expensive, the amount that I use in my hair is a lot, and so the accumulated total is expensive. You know, so I had to cut back on that because that was a lot of money. Um, so now <laughs> I just I just use like like a total of maybe three or four products. I'll use shampoo. I'll use conditioner. I'll use um, like a a hair cream or a hair butter and then a gel, and each one of those might be like fourteen dollars or less. So each of them, I would say like the shampoo is probably like maybe seven between seven and ten dollars. Okay, yeah. On average, you would say between maybe ten and fourteen dollars. Yeah. Okay. And, and what about you, Alexis? What's the most that you spend on hair products? Less than ten bucks. Okay. And is there like a certain product that you spend on more than others? Um, not really, because um, I'm like you guys. I don't really style my hair, so I just pretty much buy shampoo and conditioner or whatever is on sale. Works. <laughs> okay. And let me ask you: I mean, Do you think that um? I'm sorry, go ahead. I mean, like, in all honesty, since I do color my hair, I probably should start using color treated shampoo and conditioner. But I always forget to get that at the store, so I just use what I have in my house and live with it. <laughs> okay. And 
we all know that girls, we can be judgy when it comes to hair or body parts or whatever it is. But do you think, Alexis, that guys judge us on our hair? Um, I don't think um, they judge. They have preferences. I know my boyfriend likes it when my hair is long. He's not very happy if I cut it short. But, um, I mean, I don't, I don't really think guys would judge. I mean, if you walk outside your house and you're looking a mess, then yes. But I don't think a guy is really going to be standing there like, hmm, your hair looks cute today. Is that, is that a new color? Now, I know you said your your boyfriend doesn't like it when it's short. Now, does that make any, like, does his does his um opinion, does that hold any weight to you on how he wants your hairstyle? Nope. <laughs> and that was honest and brief. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Because he lives 10 hours away. So he could say he prefers long hair all he wants. It's not like we are hopping on video chat every night. So... Yes, I'm going to cut my hair. Um, my hair right now is average because I have a lot of split ends. So I have a feeling when I grow it out, I'm going to have to cut it short to to fix the okay. damage done to the roots. And what about you, Tawana? Do you think, do you think um, Tawana, that guys judge you on your hair? I would say yes. I think that I know... A lot of guys, like some guys hate weave. Like, hey, they hate anything that's not natural. And I think also just like, let's say, for example, we all get up in the morning at 6 a.m. There's some guys that get up at 6 a.m., they're walking out the door at 6.20 because they're ready. And we are walking out the door at 7.30 because we have a lot of different things to get done. And even though the guy's always rushing you, I think he's always still looking to make sure that you still look a certain type of way from head to toe. You know, like also, for example, you know, when you talk about being judged, I know I've talked to like a lot of women that's like married and have family, have kids, and people don't have a whole lot of time to put into like getting all together. And it's like you're already super busy, your mom, your wife, your this, your that. But at the same time, these guys still expect you to be Barbie. So, yeah, I, I actually do think so. If if the hair's not done, if your nails are not done, they're like, babe, um, you you don't have no money. I mean, you need some extra money, like to get your hair done, your nails done, because they want you to go to bed like this and wake up like this. So yeah, I say yeah. <laughs> so, do you, let me ask you this. This is a this is a conversation that I had with one of my friends, um, where I, I I told her that I thought that sometimes guys they would say they want your hair a certain type of way. Let's say natural. They want you to be natural. But they looked at the girls, or they seem to be more attracted to the girls that have long weave in their hair. Do you find that to be any truth behind that? Well, you know the thing is, remember the old saying: you have you have guys that look at women that's going to be wifey, and then they have women that's going to be that they're going to play with. And a lot of times, I think that you can have a guy that has a beautiful, wholesome woman that he loves, he has kids with, and he trusts her with his life. However, he wants to play with the slut and the hooker and blah, blah, blah. It's like it's like a fantasy. It's kind of like they're sowing their oats with this type, but that's never who they're going to settle down with just because, you know, they come back to, I'm not going to come back to their senses because it's really about preference. But, yeah, I see that a lot. I, I've known of a lot of guys. Um, I actually have a relative that is extremely conservative, all natural with everything, 
and she married this guy, but he really was more interested in escort. Um, but what he tried to explain to us when she got ready to leave his ass was that was just really like fantasy. Like he kind of like enjoyed that, but when he was his in his senses, he loved his wife and his daughter, and that kind of makes sense. So yeah, people want the best of yeah. the world at certain times. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think when it comes to the whole natural hair versus straighter curly hair type thing, like I was ever since I went, like I before I went natural, I really wasn't aware of this too much because. Um, I just wasn't, like, researching natural hair and how to take care of it. But since I've gone natural, um, I've read a lot of articles from on it, and I've also noticed, like, I get different reactions from people when I wear my straight hair wig versus when I wear out my natural coily curly hair, right? And I think that it's true. Like, I think the problem is is that society is sort of ingrained in us what beauty should, quote, unquote, look like, Right. And what it should look mm-hmm. like is what we see on TV. And what do we see on TV? We see straight hair. Whether it's, I mean, it doesn't really matter what color the person is. No matter what color the person is, beauty is depicted as a person with straight hair. And and I think that's sort of like what's ingrained in everybody's mind. And so when you have that ingrained in your mind from childhood to manhood, what are you going to look for? You're going to look for straight hair. Why? Because that's whatever, what society tells you is beautiful. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree. I think that um, some of us get that um, that notion in our mind that that straight hair is beautiful because, you know, a lot of us, when we were younger, our parents either relaxed our hair or they straightened our hair to make it straight. Um, so um, with that, you know, perception of, okay, you have to keep this relaxed or this perm in your hair so that you don't have to deal with kinks or um, your your natural texture of your hair to make it more manageable and for you to look more, quote-unquote, I guess, presentable uh, will be the, the theory behind that. So I I see that that's probably why a lot of people have that pre, you know, that, that notion that straight is going to be the, the word that straight is hair is, you know, the better option. Um, but I'm going right. to ask you this, Kay. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to no, say, I, I also think that if you went. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was going to say that I also think that it's due to a lack of ignorance. Because, like, for me, until I, like, did the big cut and, sh- like, pretty much cut off every last hair on my head about a year or so ago, I didn't even know what type of texture of hair I had. Like, I'd never seen my real texture of hair because my mom had permed my hair from before I was five years old. I'd always had my hair permed. So I didn't even know what type of hair I had. So when my hair started growing in and it was coily here and it was curly there, I was like amazed. Like I didn't know my hair could do that. And it feels, it feels different. And if you grow up in an environment where your hair is always permed, everybody's hair is always permed and you don't grow up with that texture, seeing it being around it knowing that it's normal for your body to put that out because that's what your body is growing. It comes from your body. It's not like an outside substance. It's a part of you. And if you don't know that, and if other people aren't used to that, that, you know, people gravitate towards what they're used to, right? If they're not used to it, they're going to think it's weird. They're going to think it's strange. They're going to think that's not pretty. Why? Not because it is not pretty, but because they're not used to it. (laughs) I find this kind of interesting because you guys, like, grew up with having your hair straightened and relaxed to make it straight. 
when I was a child and there was a point in my life, I wanted curly hair. I hate having straight hair because, like, there's not much to do with it. It's either you pull it up in a ponytail or, like, you leave it down. So, like, when I was 18, I actually had a spiral perm put in my hair. I wanted my hair curly. <laughs> and how did you feel about it after you, you got it done? Were you happy with it? I was very happy, except for the fact I couldn't wash my hair for 24 hours. That was not cool. Whatever they put in your hair to get it to stay that way so it doesn't uncurl or whatever. I wish somebody would have told me that after, like, she put it in my hair and stuff like that. And it looked so pretty at the salon and everything. She goes, oh, by the way, you know that you're not allowed to wash your hair for 24 to 48 hours, right? I'm like, what? So let me actually. I wasn't too happy about that. I I do have a final question for all the ladies. So I'm going to start with you, Alexis. Are you happy with your hair now? I am quite happy with my hair now, except for I have a lot of gray. So I'm contemplating if I should go ahead and just dye my hair silver. That way, when it grows in white and gray, it will match everything. But my sister said no, because that means I would have to bleach my hair. And what about you, Kay? Are you happy with your hair now? Um, I am. I'm I'm actually extremely like I'm happier than I ever thought I would be. Like I really do love my hair and I didn't think that I would. When I first cut it, I hated it because I looked like a boy. It was super short. I just I hated having that my hair that short. And I don't think I'll ever cut my hair short as that again. But it's growing out, and I really do love it. I love the texture. I love the coils in it. I love the curls in it. Playing with it just makes me so happy. I mean, I just, I love my hair. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And what about you, Solana? Do you love your hair? Are you talking about the hair that I purchased or or my own hair? I'm talking about the hair that's growing out your your scalp. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I'm definitely not because, like I said, it's a transition. Like, what the hell do I want to do with my hair? Am I going to go back to a perm? Am I going to stay natural? Am I going to let it grow out? Am I going to twist it? I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to twist it up. So, no, I'm just not really um, sure right now. So we have, we're having some um, issues back and forth. <laughs> and the funny thing is you say you have issues back and forth because I say that me and my, um, my hair is real in a bipolar relationship. So some days uh, I feel like yeah, you know, yeah me too. Super respect, <laughs> and then other days I'm like um, we don't like each other. So it's a love hate relationship that me and my hair got going on right now. Honey, I'm with you. I am with you, 110. <laughs> percent Well, we are almost out of time, but it's been so great talking to you guys about a hairy situation. Did you guys want to add anything before we close out for the night? No, I just want to say this is a, an interesting call. I'm not really sure why you got where you got this topic from and how you came up with it, but definitely a hairy situation and just kind of gives me um, something to think about because, um, yeah, and, and I really want to also say one time I had started ordering, like, the hair books, like, with different types of styles, et cetera, et cetera, because I know, like, the hair industry is a really big deal from, from the mobile braiding and the twists and stuff like that. So you just kind of gave me some other thoughts and things to go look up on YouTube to help me figure out my um, hair transition situation and bipolar 
relationship. So hopefully when we talk about this again, I'll have an update on how things are going with my hair and I. Yeah, and hopefully we both I'll be all have an update. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Anybody else before we close out? I and I want to thank to you for joining. Oh, you're welcome. I just wanted to say that I learned a lot because, like, this isn't – I don't have to put much work in my hair. So for that, I am incredibly grateful. But I'm always curious because as a child, a teenager, an adult, I see um, black women with their hair, and they have, like, braids or they do amazing things with the hair and like they told me oh honey this takes all day and I was like what do you mean this takes all day I don't think I would want to sit in a chair for eight hours just for that (laughs) I know I don't (laughs) look that is it for tonight's show again thank everyone for listening in and thank you Alexis um, Tawanda and Kay for joining in the conversation And we'll actually be back on Sunday with another great episode. But in the meantime, um, everyone that's currently listening, you can listen to our our, uh, past shows um, anywhere where, uh, I'm sorry, podcasts, can't even speak, podcasts are being played, including whatever platform you're listening to it on now. So until next time, bye. All right. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, clutch on to your best friend and stay tuned.